0: Good afternoon. This is Angela Hamlet. I am coming to you from Dekula, Georgia. This is Ubuntu for Youth. Today, I would like to speak with you about bullying. We um, often hear about bullying and we look at it as a person, but it's really a, um, it's an attitude. It's not the person. They may be going through something and that's the way they are acting out. So, we don't want to give the word bully a face. It's an action, it's an attitude. So, um, when we talk about bullies, we seem to remember, we have to remember that there are three components of a bully, of a bullying situation anyway. There's the aggressor, which is has that bullying characteristic or attitude, there's the victim, which tends to be very um what it, um we don't want to say soft, um but very um submissive, um undefensive or just overly respective to the part, to the point of they do, do not defend themselves because maybe they just don't want to get in trouble. And then there's the bystander. The bystander is the one that I think I like to talk to more. Um, I do struggle with um, the media when I see videos of these fights taking place in the school, the fights taking place on the school bus or out on the street. Because somebody felt it was more important to stand there and hold their phone and capture the activity and the event instead of putting the phone down and helping out. Um, So then where do they stand? Are they um, promoting this bullying behavior because they are not stopping it or doing something to deter it? Or are they afraid to intervene out of fear because um, they're afraid that maybe they may be picked on. I do know that together more than one would stop bullying behavior. So I, I, I encourage those that's listening to my podcast, which is my first one and I really feel good about it, um, to just question who you are and where you stand. How would you if you were on the end of being victimized, if you were the one being pu- pushed upon, would you want someone to stand up for you? Would you want someone to speak out on your behalf? And if the answer is yes, do know that that person that at that moment that is being picked on or bullied upon, they would welcome your hand and help. I grew up um in New York City. I now live in Georgia in Gwinnett County. Love Gwinnett County. But I grew up in New York City. Um I went to private school most of my life. Um and I got bullied really really bad. I was bullied because I was extremely skinny. I did not blossom as quickly as other girls. Um they picked on me. They pushed me in the playground to see how far I would fly across the playground. Um It was it was something. I I do know one thing, that I did not go home wishing I weighed more. I did not go home trying to eat more food so I can gain weight. I just felt that, I don't know what I felt at that time. I didn't like being picked on. I, I didn't like feeling not part of the in crowd. Um, we were raised very... Proper. My mom was a very good single mom. She made sure our clothes were always clean. We were neat. Our hair was always done neat and nice. Um, we had money to go to private schools. So why am I being picked on? What is it that they were bothering me about? As I got older, because now I'm almost fifty years old, whoop whoop, to the five zero, um, and I see my former classmates on Facebook. They are now struggling with their weight. Some of them are struggling with um, drug abuse. And I do wonder if they remember how they treated me. You know, they'll smile on Facebook and say, Hey, oh my goodness, you look so gorgeous. And I'm sitting there saying, wow. But then I also have to remember they were children. I do not want to give that an excuse. Um, I am so careful of not giving that an excuse. Kids will be mean if it is tolerated. If I ever found out one of my children were bullying someone, I would nip it in the bud immediately. How How would I nip it in the bud? I would be at the school. I would be at the child's parents' home making sure my child apologized and it would never, ever, ever happen again. So don't think that me saying, well, they were kids back then, and now I'm like, yeah, that was just an immature behavior. Um, there's a lot of people out here that's not bullying, and we're still immature. They're still immature. So that is an attitude, I believe, um, some children take on, even some adults take on, um, and it could be because it's lacking somewhere in their household. Um, I I hate that I keep saying um, so I'm going to try to correct myself on that. As parents, we need to talk to our children. We need to make sure that they feel comfortable. Um, We need to not be so quick to say, oh, ignore them. They just don't know who you are. You're great. You're beautiful. Our kids feel that we say that because we're their parents. They don't realize that really they are that great. And most of the time, they're being picked on because others are jealous of all of their greatness. We are all different. We were made different. But that is what a puzzle is. We are puzzle pieces to this great world. If we were all the same, we could not accomplish as much as what we accomplish now. Um, We need differences so that we can appreciate what we have. And I think that's where the kids are not getting it. And sometimes that's where some of the adults are not getting it. I enjoy doing my workshops on anti-bullying. But I also enjoy doing my workshops on loving who we are and where we are and where we're going. But, in order to know where you're going, you have to understand your struggles where you are now and understand why we're different but when you're when you understand why you're different, you should embrace that difference and say, "You know, I love my skinniness, my skinniness allows me to do this, you know, and I don't I do correct people when they say I'm skinny, I say I'm slim because I curve now where I'm supposed to curve, you know so Those that are not slim, that got those other figures, embrace that too. There's enough room for every one of us. And if all of us looked alike, I think we would be pretty boring. I love going into restaurants and trying different foods. I love learning about other people's cultures. I don't want to be the same. I want to learn. I want I want to understand where you come from. I want to understand why you think that way. This is called understanding and respecting our differences. Because when we sit back and we just ask the question, it becomes, whoa. Really, is that why you all do that? That's pretty cool. You know, maybe I'll try that. Um, I was at a meeting today with a couple of older men, which... I just love it because they, once upon a time, in Gwinnett County, they were really powerful. They were running around doing what they do, but as they're getting older, they're slowly winding down. I was at a Kiwanis meeting to be a little bit more transparent. And we know that these civic organizations, they're slowly dying out because the youth are not signing up. But anyway, I was at this event, and we had a guest speaker today. It was an African-American woman, um, and one of the members wanted to take a picture of the group. I do like his personality, because he comes from a very innocent, but one to no place. He came to me, he said, how do you photograph black people? Because I can't see them in the picture. I couldn't stop laughing because he was just like, how do you photograph black people? I'm like, man, you click, um, focus on the the object and you've pressed the click button. But when he kept playing with the phone, trying to figure out why his pictures kept coming out extremely dark and you're not able to see the eyes and the mouth, and, you know, the room was dark and the whole nine, so the picture wasn't coming out, you can see the um, Caucasian the white um, members so vividly that you could barely see the features of the African Americans in the room. So I said, well, maybe your flash is not on. So he said, well, I have it on auto. So he thought if he had it on auto, it would automatically say, I need a flash so that I can get a better picture, and it didn't. He put the flash on, he took a couple of more pictures, and everybody looked absolutely beautiful in the picture. But what I loved more, most about that whole scenario episode that went on right there was he was comfortable enough in a room with different nationalities and ethnicities to just say it as it is how do you take pictures of black people he didn't say (laughs) african-americans he didn't say he just said how do you take pictures of black people And, and again i was just i had to laugh at him because he meant nothing by it um did i get offended i no i didn't i really didn't because i know his heart So I said, you know, put your flash on, and he did, and it worked. Um, But I said all that to say, he embraced and understood we're different. But Angie, I'm having problems every time I turn around. I'm trying to take pictures of black people, and the picture's not coming out. What am I doing wrong? And he felt comfortable with me that he knew that I knew where his heart was, and I was not going to take offense to it. I do believe that's where he was coming from. And if I did take offense to it and I told him, I think his heart would be hurt because that's so not what he was trying to do. So again, I'm coming on this cast just to say, please be mindful before we speak. We never know what is going on in somebody's life. And judging somebody by the way they look, by what they wear, by what they eat, by where they live, It's so not cool. It's not cool. It hurts people's hearts. They may not wear it on... They may not show their emotions immediately, but do know they feel something. Um, We had a young man out here that um, committed suicide. I'm struggling with it still. Um, According to the source that I received the information from, him and his mom, they were homeless. This information was not public knowledge out of um, pride on the mother's call. And most likely pride on the young man's call, too. He's in high school. Um, He has not been completing his homework. Well, due to being homeless and probably sleeping in their car, and most work that's done by um the high schoolers are done on the computer. So he was lacking the internet to do his homework. Well, he got suspended from school due to lack of work. Um, So I'm going to say lack of work, lack of parent talking to the teacher, telling the teacher the situation. But again due to pride in me telling the teacher my situation is not going to make my situation any better, so why am I letting this young teacher know that I'm homeless when she just wants to say, keep saying, my son isn't doing this, my son isn't doing that. I know he's not doing it, but I know why he's not doing it. You don't, but now you're about to suspend my child from school. So the mom, you know, they took the suspension. But as the child is now not in school and the mom is trying to find living arrangements, I'm sure she probably was still working, I'm not sure. Now she had an added burden on her. What am I supposed to do with my child while I'm at work? Because I don't have a home. What am I supposed to do with my child while I'm looking for a job? Is he supposed to sit in the car the whole day? So he or she went home or in the car or with her child and her frustration of not having the answers, of feeling like her burden is getting harder and heavier because now I got to deal with you who do not have to go to school. Now I got to figure out what am I doing with you? The young man was getting it from all different angles. Yes, I know I'm not going to school, Mom, because they suspended me because I wasn't able to do my homework, because we don't have the internet, because we in a car. Yeah, I know you were, I could go to the library to do my homework, Mom, but by the time you got in from, you got finished at work, the library was already closed. You're tired. We're trying to find something to eat. We got to go and take a shower. We are trying to not tell people our business because we got these egos. And we're trying to live up to a standard. Because people will judge us that maybe we didn't manage our money properly. Maybe we're living above our means. I'm afraid to ask for help. The people at the church, they walk around with their big hats on. Huh. And they look so proud and maybe they're not getting it either. But yet I can't even let them know I'm struggling. What are we doing? That people are afraid to tell someone that they need help. So the young man killed himself. Now after he's gone... The teacher is informed that they were homeless. Huh. How did she feel? Could I have helped them? Could I have given been a little lenient on the homework issue? Why didn't she tell me? Was telling you gonna stop you? Or was that just giving you more information that you're walking around and and, and I don't want to make my son feel some sort of way at the school? I don't know, guys. But we need to figure it out. We need to figure out how we open up our heart without judgment. That when we help, we're not doing it to get an award. So we don't have to let people know that we're helping. We just do the help. We see there's an issue. We see that there's a need. And we take care of that need without announcing it so that we are keeping the pride and the dignity of those that's in need intact. It hurts. It hurts, and I just don't know what to do about that. Because now the mom is sitting there. She has one less burden. Or do she? She don't have to worry about another mouth. But it's her heart so broken that she doesn't even want to eat herself anyway. I don't want to eat. He was a good kid. We just fell upon hard times. And our hard times affected him. Our hard times affected him because I kept complaining to him. And maybe he felt that it was his fault. I don't know, guys. Again, I'm out here looking for answers just like you are. But what I do know is, as a people, we can stop. We can acknowledge that everybody goes through the motions. And we don't have to judge why they're going through the motion. Can we just help without knowing all the answers? Well, guys, this is Angela Hamlet from Ubuntu for Youth. Just giving you my my thoughts today on bullying, on compassion, on opening up and talking to our kids and knowing where they sit, where they are, what they're feeling, and making sure that they're not holding on to more burdens than they need to hold on to. If you have any other questions, please feel free to message me um, you also can go on my website, which is Ubuntu, the number four youth.org. So that's U B U N T U 4 Y O U T H dot org. Again, thanks for listening, and I look forward to being back on. Again, this is my first recording, and I feel great. Thank you.